1: Gentlemen, you are listening to Life Well Lived by Amabila Stephen. It's an engaging and enlightening talk show on life, relationships, and the business of life. Grab a cup of juice and just chill. Life Well Lived by Amabila Stephen. Live life, live fully. Good to have you on the show once again. This is Omobola Stephen your host on Liverwell League by Mobile Steven. well for Mobile Stephen is a self-improvement and personal development podcast with the occasion of experts and professionals who are adepts in the topics of personal development and self-improvement. Now, Lead by Mobile Stephen has been able to have incredible and amazing guests who as shared profound insights that have had a remarkable impact in the life of our audience. On today's show, I have Dr. William Attaway, who is a catalytic leader. Now, what he does is that he helps his to intentionally grow and thrive. Welcome to Live Dr. William Attaway.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be with you today.
1: It's an honor to have you on the show once again, Dr. Willie. So um, the question is, how can we incorporate um, catalytic leadership in governance?
0: You know, I, think it's, I think it's important to understand first what a catalytic leader is and where this comes from. Uh, in, in my brief chemistry studies when I was a pre-pharmacy major in college, I discovered the power of a catalyst. This is something that you introduced to accelerate or to incite significant change or action that will have a profound impact. I think about that and I think about my studies of leaders over the last 30 plus years and my own leadership journey and the leaders that I've coached. And I think that's really something that the truly catalytic leaders would resonate with. We want to accelerate or incite significant change that's going to make an impact when it comes to governance. The the whole point of governance is using your gifts, your experience for the benefit of other people. Right? You want to see significant change or impact that's going to positively impact a group of people, whether it's in an organization, a team, a department, a church, or a country, a community. You want to govern in such a way that is for the maximum benefit for the people that you serve. Well, as a catalytic leader, you're going to look for ways to accelerate change, to bring change that is going to be for the benefit of other people. Too often we see leaders who are leading in such a way that's for their own benefit, right? That's going to accelerate their own power or their own wealth or their own influence. That's not catalytic, and that's not leadership. That's something else.
1: Right. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. How about a situation where uh, a catalytic leader find him or herself uh, a situation where he begin to hug himself? why can't we achieve what we want now that's the deep question so how do you think this kind of leader should act when he's in this situation
0: i think the first thing any leader should do particularly a catalytic leader in a situation like that where you wonder why, why can't we make progress here why aren't we getting traction on this particular issue or this problem you have to ask the right questions in order to find the right answers And in order to ask the right questions, the first thing you have to do is evaluate. You have to look and determine what's happening, what's going right, what's going wrong. What do we need to change? How do we make this better? By asking the right questions, you're gonna get to the right answers, but you have to listen. And so often leaders, they just wanna talk. We just wanna spout wisdom and knowledge, but it's through listening that we gain the knowledge that we need to solve the problem. Uh, too often C-suite leaders, executive leaders, senior leaders have trouble with this because they've stopped listening to the people who were on the front lines, but that's where the answers are. That's where the solutions are. So if, if somebody is struggling and saying, why can't we get traction on this? Why can't we get this done? First thing I would recommend is listen, listen and evaluate and ask the right questions.
1: Right now. Okay. Talking about that, um, you know, leadership is all about you know um, taking the lead, right? And you also expect that those you are leading, right, they are followers, right, in the true sense of the word. Now we talk about um, comparing organization leadership style and um, the catalytic and leadership style. <clears throat> Excuse me, do you think um, organization leadership style can serve people well um, when working at the community level?
0: Sure. I think that, that leadership principles can be transferable no matter the context that you're in. So organizational leadership style can certainly work in a community or a governance structure, but you have to understand that everything doesn't translate exactly. You have to contextualize based on the context you find yourself in. You have to say, what is it that this team, this department, this organization, or this community needs And how can I bring the best of my experience and my knowledge and the knowledge of those around me to address that?
1: Right. Right. I would like you to talk about some strategies, uh, right? um, Which can initiate a socially transformative leadership, right? Uh, Now, yes. Because we know that transformative leadership is the process of consciously accelerating the evolution of society. And now we know that we are in the age of change and the way the modern world. Now, uh, bearing this in mind, can you quickly run through the strategies that can initiate socially transformative leadership if possible?
0: The, the first thing I would say there, the first important thing I would say, the first strategy is to cultivate an intentional teachable spirit in yourself. As a senior leader, you model what other people are going to follow, right? What you're, what, how you're leading, the questions that you're asking, what you're doing, this is what other people are going to follow and this is what they're going to emulate. And so by modeling, by cultivating a teachable spirit, you are saying, I don't know all the answers. I am a learner. And by approaching everything with a learning posture, with a teachable spirit, What you're going to discover is that's going to take you farther than if you pretend to know everything. Guess what? Nobody knows everything. Nobody knows all the answers to every question, every problem. We have to understand that and we have to acknowledge it and admit it to those we lead. They already know, by the way. We're not fooling anybody if we're pretending to have all the answers. But by modeling a teachable spirit, what that's going to do is infuse in your team or in your community, an understanding of humility, an understanding that I don't know all the answers, but together we will discover them. Together we will make a difference and make an impact. That type of leadership, I think, is what's missing in the world. I think that's what's missing in our communities. And that is a strategy which, if employed properly, can make a transformative impact in the communities we live in.
1: Right now, if that's what is missing uh, in our world today, how can we get it right?
0: It starts with us it starts with the leaders if we model it if we lead out in this if we model a teachable spirit we cultivate that intentionally in ourselves and we ask that those we lead cultivate that that's what will make the difference but it begins with us if we're not modeling it why would they ever follow it
1: right so we know that changes are the holy factor that is constant, right? Yet so many people find it hard to embrace change, right? Now, if you don't embrace change and if you don't welcome changes in life, you will never grow and you never go forward because changes are the things that we need in order to become better, to grow, and to be able to fit in to any other situation that comes ahead. So I think that it's very important for us to embrace and welcome change when necessary. And I'd like to ask you this question, why do you think it is important to never stop leading change?
0: Well, growth only happens on the other side of change, right, and we forget that sometimes, but that's just the way it works. In order for there to be growth, there must be change. So if a leader wants to see growth, growth in their leadership, growth in their mission that they're trying to achieve, growth in their team, their organization, their department, that's gonna require change. So if a leader ever says, you know what, we're good. We really don't have to change anything anymore. We can just coast. Well, that's a fast path to mediocrity. And mediocrity doesn't inspire anybody. A leader should never stop leading change because growth only happens on the other side of change. And I don't know a catalytic leader who doesn't want to see growth in every area that they're responsible for.
1: Right some tough um work and stuff and some tough job you say but really is what they are for now talking about team leadership right this is a very important uh, topic so dear to my heart uh because we know that organizations cannot function well without having the team and not just having the team you need to have the right team it's just like having a podcast now a gas summit a t- uh, podcast topics to me i need to be able to see clearly if these topics resonates with what i really want to pass out to my audience so i think that uh it's very important we consider that now how do you think or how do you uh, how can we know if um a candidate is the right fit for our team uh, Jim, I think how- that we can uh, uh are there uh um things we need to watch out for are there signs or
0: mm. You know, the one non-negotiable I look for in a team member is a teachable spirit. I think that is, that is the single non-negotiable when it comes to being a catalytic leader. If somebody doesn't have that, they're not going to be on our team. And if they happen to sneak through, they're not gonna be on our team long. (laughs) That's a non-negotiable for me. I think we have to look at the team we lead. And I think about Jim Collins, he's written extensively on this in, in Built to Last and Good to Great, and the importance of finding the right people to put on the bus of our organization or our team, but not just making sure we have the right people, making sure they're in the right seats on the bus. Now, in order to make sure that we have the right people doing the right things, We have to listen. We have to talk to them. And in my one-on-ones with all of my direct reports every week, I'm asking a lot of questions. I'm trying to get to know them because I want to make sure we have appropriately tasked them organizationally to accomplish what they are capable of accomplishing. I want to see them succeed. I want to see them succeed, not just in their work, but in all of their life. That's part of my job as a leader to pour into and invest in them. Right? So I think that begins with, when we're seeking people to be on our team, we have to ask the right questions. We have to see, are they teachable? Are they coachable? Do they have the capacity to do what it is we're asking them to do? Do they have good chemistry with the rest of the team? All of these are questions that I evaluate and look at when I'm looking at people coming and being a part of our team.
1: Right, I think uh, also we need to um, know first what we want right because you don't know what you want you know then you get to attract the wrong thing so getting to know what you want as as an organization right then you can be able to you know know the kind of person you want to you know invite on board so i think that's also very important thank you dr william martin for your incredible insight on today's show um do you have any projects you're working on
0: Yeah, you know, I just published a new book earlier this year, and I would love to give your listeners a chance to get a copy of that book for free. Uh, If you go to catalyticleadershipbook.com, you can get a copy of that for free. Uh, Just plug in your email address and your name, and we will make sure we get that right out to you. If you're in the domestic United States, you can pay shipping. We'll get you a hard copy of the book. If you're outside of that, you can get a free digital copy of the book. But either way, I want to get this into as many hands as I can because this is a summary of what I've learned over my leadership journey and the benefit of coaching so many leaders over the last twenty plus years.
1: So, uh, so we're looking forward to that, right? I'm, uh, I'm wishing you the best of luck in any project you're uh, you're venturing uh, into, Dr. Willie.
0: Thank you so much. It's been an honor to be with you today.
1: All right. Such an honor. So do you have any parting word you like to share with my audience?
0: I'm sorry, I lost you just there.
1: Do you have any parting words you like to share with my audience?
0: Yeah. You know, I think the thing that I would really drive deep on, if I could tell you one thing, tell your listeners one thing, it would be this. The cultivation of an intentional, teachable spirit, right? That learning posture is the single greatest thing you can do to positively impact not only your own leadership and your own team, but the community that you're in.
1: Awesome. Great motivation and inspiration you got here. Hey, Dr. William, so we like to have your social media handles on your website. I know you have one.
0: Absolutely. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, William Attaway. Uh, you can also find me at catalyticleadership.net to find out more about the coaching and speaking that I do.
1: All right. All right. We'll be on your new card. Thank you once again Dr. William Attaway for your time on the show, I really appreciate you and I can only wish you the best of luck in all your endeavours.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on today.
1: All right. It's been a great pleasure having Dr. William Attaway on the show today. Now, if you'd like to catch up with any missed episodes of Live Well-Hip from Mombasa you can go online and search for Live Well-Hip from Mombasa on any podcast distribution platforms and you have an amazing time. Perhaps you'd like to be a guest on the show. You can mail me at mobile at at outlook.com. I'll be looking forward to your mail. Like on your way, I need to stay safe with all my love. I'll talk to you soon.